This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The Senate has overwhelmingly passed a foreign aid bill that will help Ukraine, Israel, and some Pacific nations. This is a second opportunity for the Senate. Republicans torpedoed an earlier version that also contained money for U.S. border security. They abandoned it after former President Donald Trump opposed it. NPR's Eric McDaniel has more. 99 senators were there. The vote started around 5.15 a.m. 90-year-old Chuck Grassley showed up to vote as well. The vote was so late because a group of frustrated Republicans essentially talked all night to slow things down. But this came after months of negotiating, trying to meet GOP demands to link this foreign military aid to a border deal. That totally fell apart last week. And there was general agreement that the issue was important enough to U.S. interests in countering Russia, in deterring Chinese aggression, that they had to get something done anyway, even if this was a bill that Senate Republicans had already voted down once previously. NPR's Eric McDaniel reporting Republicans in the House may still block the bill. There's a special election today in the New York City suburbs. Voters in one congressional district are deciding who will replace ousted Republican Congressman George Santos. Their choices are Republican Mozzie Phillip or Democrat Tom Swazi. The South African government has asked the International Court of Justice to consider using its power to prevent Israel's planned military operations in the southern Gaza city of Rafah. Kate Bartlett reports the request comes in the wake of genocide allegations South Africa brought against Israel in the same court. South Africa already has a case against Israel in progress at the UN-Bank court regarding the war in Gaza. Last month, in a preliminary ruling, the court found South Africa's case had merit. It fell short of ordering a ceasefire, but instructed Israel to take measures to avoid the killing of Palestinian civilians. South Africa, which has long been an ally of the Palestinians, has expressed disappointment this hasn't happened. Now it has approached the court again, saying it is concerned the military offensive against Rafah will result in further large-scale killing and breach the court's January ruling. For NPR News, I'm Kate Bartlett in Johannesburg. Flight attendants from United, American, Southwest and other airlines are picketing at dozens of airports across the U.S. today. About two-thirds of the country's flight attendants are in contract talks and hoping for big gains. NPR's Andrea Shu has more. First thing to note, this is not a strike. Off-duty flight attendants from major and regional airlines will be staging these informational pickets to call attention to their demands. Those include higher wages to help cover the high cost of living in many of the cities where airlines have their hubs. Flight attendants also want compensation for time they spend on the ground, including while boarding planes. Traditionally, they don't earn their hourly wage until the aircraft doors close. NPR's Andrea Shu reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow was down more than 400 points. This is NPR. Police in New York City are looking for at least one person in a deadly subway shooting last night. A man was killed and five others were injured after a dispute broke out between two groups of teenagers. Sunday's Super Bowl was the most-watched TV program in history. It beat the record set by last year's Super Bowl. And as NPR's Tristan Plunkett reports, the game averaged more than 123 million viewers across TV and streaming platforms. 
According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, this year's game surpassed the previous record of 115 million viewers set by last year's Super Bowl, and it approached what's widely considered the highest-watched program in history when an estimated 150 million people tuned in for the 1969 moon landing. That's one small step for man. It's worth mentioning the moon landing aired across all the major broadcast networks, but the Super Bowl also had some help, airing simulcasts on CBS, Paramount+, Plus, Nickelodeon, and Univision. Nielsen has also changed how it collects data for out-of-home viewers. Those are restaurants or bars, for instance. And of course, you can't overlook the so-called Taylor Swift effect. Her public romance with Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey has been cited for an increase in viewership and jersey sales this year. Tristan Plunkett, NPR News. A Georgia state judge says there will be a hearing Thursday. It will determine whether Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis should be disqualified from prosecuting a state election interference case against former President Donald Trump. One of his co-defendants alleges Willis has a conflict of interest, stemming from a personal relationship with the case's special prosecutor. The Georgia state judge says the matter remains to be proven. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. With benefits kicking in as close as 100 miles from home, you can protect your travel plans whether you're driving across state lines or flying cross-country. Learn more at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. 